Today we talk community, touring and nothing about Christmas albums as we chat to Amber Lawrence on Benny Asking People Questions. Asking People Questions is recorded on Gadigal land and we pay our respects to the Gadigal people, both past, present and emerging. And it's proudly brought to you by Major Minor Music Australia, which you can learn more about at www.mmma.com.au. Today's artist is a marvel, not just for the music, as impressive as it is, but more that she found time in her working life to create three children's albums amongst the already exhausting workload her career presented. You see, at first glance, one could be mistaken for reading these albums as mere extensions of her love for country music and a want to share it with children, but once getting a little bit deeper... There is something a little bit more at play. You see, these are albums that celebrate childhood. They celebrate the haphazardness of childhood and celebrate the very nature of what it means to be part of a community. They are deeply considered and heartfelt, which winds me right back to the start. Where, oh where, did she find the time to find such depth in such a hectic schedule? Thankfully, she's here to hopefully shed a small amount of light on this, and I'm thrilled to welcome Amber Lawrence to the podcast, Benny Asking People Questions. Hi, Amber. How are you? Oh, thank you. What a lovely intro. Thanks so much. It was a pleasure. <laughs> um, well, let's just, like, let's just start there. Um you are you're a prolific artist. It's quite extraordinary going through your like you have one of those websites <laughs> where you go to the about and you're yeah. just like I, I can't I've got to stop reading now. I've got to yeah. it's just doing my head in. But I mean, you know, I was looking at this, I mean, you have so many accolades like Ari nominations and Golden Guitar wins, multiples. You're touring constantly. I mean, there's that great stuff you did with the Australian troops. I mean, your your about page on your website has like an entire couple of paragraphs dedicated just to the things that you've won and you've achieved, <laughs> um, which also suggests there is this huge career that's happening and it's constant and it's constantly flowing and you're constantly on the go. Why did you then, within that, want to make a children's album? Was it, I mean, what, what did you feel mm. you weren't able to say yeah. that you could say in a children's album? Well, the first children's album I started writing, I think, in around 2014. And so up until that point, it was always evident that whenever I performed, kids were drawn to my shows, whether it was, you know, I wasn't singing kids' music at all, but if I was singing any of my own original tunes, if it was a multi-artist show or something, the kids would always turn up for my part of the show and you know some of my friends pointed that out like one of my friends um said my little sister comes to your show she won't come to mine <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah so I thought oh what is it then like I noticed it too and I loved I love making sure kids have a good time at my shows mm. and simply thought about from my perspective I thought I think it's just that I have fun on stage and I don't take myself too seriously and I see children for who they are their value mm. um rather than looking over their heads to see you know who's mm. who's up the back that's cooler than the kids I kind of love to perform to the kids and they understand like I think kids they're very savvy. This, you know, they know who's trying to um, be their friend for the right or wrong reason. So I feel like that kids always thought I was one of them. I was on their side. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not like I was young. You know, I, was, I think I was thirty-five or something when I wrote my first kids album. So that's kind of why I did it. And you know, like of course, there's that alter. Um, 
motivation of like, well, why not get kids interested in my music mm. as well? But, mm. you know, the first driving uh, thought and motivation for it was, why are these kids coming to my show? Well, I'd love to do a kids album. Why not? Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. I love it because it does mean that um, families come to my show and they know that there's going to be something for everyone. Mm. I mean, it is it is country music and, and, and please excuse if I say anything is completely untoward about the whole <laughs> yeah, genre. Yeah. But, I mean, it is – for me it's always – it feels like one of those genres that does kind of stretch the divide between young and old anyway. Mm. It's, mm. it's, it's a genre that – you know, will appeal from children right through to, to adults. Um, before we start talking about the children's music, I do just want to talk about making up for lost wine. Um, I don't have a question. It's just an amazing <laughs> line. So thank you very much for bringing that to the world. Um, Which is in contrast to my kids' songs because I'm like, oh, can I sing about wine now that I have kids' albums? Is, is, that, is that a strange thing? Because I guess the other thing is you know, there's, I mean, apart from the lyrical content, it, they are. They they do really skirt a very similar kind of sound. I mean, do people yeah. do kids find themselves going? <laughs> there's a zoo in the house, and there's wine. I know. I know. <laughs> yes, I think they do. And but look, I do try to make those um, brands, if you're going to say it inverted commas, quite clear. You know, kid, they know if they're seeing a kids show, if they know if they're seeing the Amber Lawrence show. But also within the Amber Lawrence show, like there's a line I won't cross yeah. as well. Like you know, making up for lost wine. You know, that's okay. But I'm not going to sing a song about yeah, something really, yeah, risque. really confronting. And, yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah. So as long as, like, if my son can sing along with it, then I'm good to put it on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Down on the farm, there's working dogs and puppies And a billy goat coats scruffy And the cat thinks she's a horse Down on the farm, there's a pack of old alpacas And a bunch of baby So you make that transition from – you really actively go, okay, there's a lot of children at my, at my concert, so I'm actually going to see if I can – yeah, I'm actually going to create something quite specific for them. Did that how, – how did you find then, I guess, two parts, the performance? How did that change once you're all of a sudden doing it for children mm-hmm. specifically? Did that – was that still really natural anyway, a pretty easy step? Yeah, yep. Didn't really change much. Certainly not trained in, the, in this space mm. at all. Just went with what – what was working you know are the kids staying down the front they're staying here they're liking it you know if they wander off that's when you start going oh well i'm not capturing yeah. their attention um so you just do an adult song <laughs> that's the, right or you you know you do a wiggle song that brings them back <laughs> um so i think i just kind of learnt the children's entertainment part um the live stuff you know on the on the job through and again the kid kids they know if you're there for them. Mm. They know if you genuinely want to entertain them or you're just someone who's been asked to entertain the kids and you couldn't be bothered being there. So I think they can tell the difference. Mm. That, that They're like, she's here for us. And um, we do a lot of dances. You know, I think that keeps kids entertained. And most of my kids' shows I do all of my own stuff. So it's not, you know, if it's at a music festival or something, a lot of the kids haven't heard any of that. Mm. And it can keep them engaged. And I think mm. that is the the part of, like, being genuine with the kids yeah. and, and talking directly to them. I think that's a pretty – through all the podcasts, I think that's a pretty common thread. People say, you know, 
children will vote with their feet. If, yeah. they, if they know you're not there for them, they're out of there. Yeah. They're, they're not interested. Um, I'm assuming it's the same band that plays with you doing the Amber Lawrence stuff and then doing the children's music. So, I mean, doing, doing and I'll use the term grown-up show. Yeah, 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 the grown-up. So, meet grown-up show and you're all a bunch of kids. Do you just turn around and go, can we just throw in such and oh, such? Oh, yeah, Does always, happen? always. So, we, the line's pretty blurred. It's pretty hard. <laughs> I mean, it must be quite hard um, sometimes. Well, usually the, you know, the in, in the adults, grown-up show, we always do Big Mac Truck. It's a song of mine called My Big Mac Truck, which all ages love, yeah. they enjoy. You know, what country audience doesn't love a song about a truck? So we always do that. Um, if it's particularly obvious that there are just kids down the front, you know, you're playing a festival, 5 p.m. and all the adults are at the bar and, and the kids decided to dance, mm-hmm. you know, we'll go and we'll go a different way and we'll, we'll put two or three songs in that really mm. entertain the kids and then we'll bring it back. Um, and that's the part where my band go, they're just hanging on for dear life because they have no idea where they trust me. They have no idea where I'm going to go. Um, I think the funniest thing we did was um, uh, we played the Dolby show and um, that's, you know, west of Toowoomba played the evening show and actually there were no kids there because they weren't allowed to be there. It was over 18. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and we did a medley. I don't know how it happened but we did a medley of um, – Rocker by your bear, Big Mac truck into um, toot toot chugga chugga big yeah, red car. Course, amazing. And the people are writing to me saying, can you please come back next year and do toot toot chugga chugga? <laughs> so, yes, it's a fine line. But wow, you, you know okay. what I'm always wary of? Going too far, to, you know, because... Whilst going too far down the children's in my or? In my adult shows, I know that, um, you know, if I'm booked for a festival as Amber Lawrence, you've, you've got to make sure you've you don't do the whole kids thing mm. because that's when you've got the people who may not be engaging down the front but they are here to see you yeah. and then they kind of go, oh, she only does kids songs. So it's yeah. a fine balance. And because that's the thing, I mean, going through your going through the About page, I mean, it's, 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 quite, it's quite a substantially successful group. Yeah. And I don't say that with surprise. I just mean that there, there really is quite an extraordinary amount of accolades there. Yeah. And you have to assume yeah. people are either going to turn up with their children to see you do the children's bit or they're coming yeah. to introduce their children to you, the yeah. grown-up artist, yeah. which is... And I think they know as a grown-up artist that I'm a safe artist sure. in that way that I'm not going to sing provocative yeah. Yeah. material. <laughs> yeah. So even if I don't do the kids' show necessarily, there's still going to be some fun. There's going to be some inspirational yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's going to be energetic. Um, yeah. So, but, look, I'm always just trying to please the crowd that's in front of <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> just like, where's the next gig? Sure. What do you need? Children's songs, great. I can do Wiggle that. songs, I'll do that. <laughs> If there's one thing I want you to remember It's that life is a great big adventure From the bottom of the deep blue sea To the top of the tallest green green tree Life is a great big adventure From the moment that you wake up in the morning I guess I was, I was about to talk about just the, the difference in the writing process for the both, but, I mean, I guess did, did it change your writing for adults? Like did you become a little bit more conscious of who might all of a sudden be in the oh, audience? Yeah, there's definitely that, yes, absolutely. Um, I, and, and even, and I've said this publicly or, you know, at music courses, I kind of say, you know, even what I post online, mm. that's, even though it's my Amber Lawrence page, it doesn't say Amber Lawrence Kids, there are people that's that are what, connecting with me, so I don't 
want to do anything that mm. as a parent you'd go, oh, we liked her kids' music. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah, really yeah. appropriate. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm an angel. Mm. Doesn't mean I don't do. I understand. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to go out of your way to, yeah. to, to yeah. be non Which ironically is what some people do because they feel like they need to really separate themselves yeah. to show that they can do the adult thing and the adult thing is yeah. a whole separate artistic pursuit. Um, which is, I guess, it goes back to the idea of the, of the music that you do. Is is there is such a there is such a vague meshing between mm. those styles that you kind of do need to protect them both, really, in a way, don't you? Like you can't try to alienate them too much because yeah. it's not true. That's right. Well, I mean, all of my music is a reflection of me, really. Mm. I don't really release songs that that have nothing to do with me, you know, that that somebody else wrote and I just think it's a catchy song. Like I just don't release songs like that. So anything I release or record has got definitely got a connection to what I feel and mm. believe in. So, it, you know, it does form part of that big picture of knowing who I am as, a, as an adult. And, you know, I've written songs like Cheers to the Girls, which is a mm. song about gaslighting ex-boyfriend. Mm. I mean, it's not really a kid song, mm. but it's got a strong message for for teenagers mm. and anyone who gets to that you know if they've come through the kids and they get to the cheers to the girls which mm. is um you know with which almost ends with a swear word mm. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> empowering and it's good for teenagers to hear mm. those kind of messages so um yeah i think any of my music you'll find has that essence of what i believe in mm. I, it's, as i said in the mention about you and community because I was, I was watching some of the clips um and i was actually watching some of the, the, the grown-up clips, I use grown-up, just adult clips. <laughs> adult just, sounds real, worse, does not, doesn't, doesn't it? doesn't work. So <laughs> grown-up clips and then, uh, you know, there was this similarity between both the age, well, the uh, the directed age groups. Was, there is a, um, there's a real aspect of community in a lot of your clips. Like it's less, it almost feels like it's less about you. There's obviously ones where you, mm -hmm. it's just you and I'm yeah. assuming that's a little bit time and budget restraint. Yeah. But when it, it seems that when you do have the opportunity to kind of put a bit of life into something or just extend it out a bit, you, you really gravitate to bringing other people into your, into yeah. your stuff. I mean, is that, is that, is that just you? Is that country music as a genre? Is that is that just how you feel about your music? I mean, it feels like you surround yourself mm. in, I don't know, family. I think it's really community. Like I yeah. didn't, I, just, I don't know. Yeah. There's a connection there. I th well, I think um, the community is really key now in helping strengthen your music. Mm. Like you can, you know, I do a thing where it's called Your Town, Your Tour where I ask mm. people to bring me to their town and people are kind of gobsmacked in a way when I actually turn up. Yeah, right. go, what did you come to our town for? I go, because you, we made it happen, you know. Um, so it's, yeah, I think like there are many artists that do it. I'm not saying I made this up, you know. I'm not the first person to do I've it. I've never heard of them, so. <laughs> You've heard it here first. Amber made this up. Yeah, I people. made this up. This I, didn't ma I named it. I named my <laughs> program. Um, but you know, artists do it and reach out to the community. Some people don't. They, they don't mm. need to. They're big enough on their own. But others really rely on um, having mates that that were once music fans that became more than a fan, became a mate, follow mm. them around, help mm. them with merch, and mm. it's kind of like um, you can't do it on your own. Mm. And um, people want to help. I think that's a hard thing to. Um, get over 
yeah. that oh, people do want to help and I don't, yeah. they just want to help yeah. <laughs> and accepting it yeah. is hard. Yep. So that's kind of something that I've been able to Your leverage. Your giving, giving back in a, in a way, is that kind oh. of, because I'm guessing they're not, fi- I mean, not that the, the avenue is about f- the financial reward, but I'm assuming mm-hmm. they are definitely from a yeah. more of a place of love and wanting to. Oh, well, both, both ways, you know, mm. like a lot of the, a lot of the times people bring you to their town and, and you make money. Mm. But, but no one's ever been to their town before. Yeah, right. So um, you've played in the hall that no one's played in for 20 years yeah. and, you know, <laughs> we, yeah. we pay for accommodation. So it's definitely a two-way street and that's what I kind of try to say with mm. all these programs is like we can both win yeah. out of this. Mm. I never want to be the only winner on the night. It's really hot, hot, hot outside so hot, hot, hot inside I got, 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 got to cool down. To, you started writing songs for children more specifically, and you sat down and went, "Okay, I'm going to start doing it." Um, was it was it was it was it was it easy? Was it a case of just taking your adult lyrics and going, "Well, I'll just remove that and I'll put in the word <laughs> elephant or something"? Oh, just incidentally, um, everyone would know there is an elephant in the room. That's right. Amazing. <laughs> There's so many lyrics. I was just going, that's just amazing. <laughs> such a great line. Oh, thank so anyway, you. Anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. But, yeah, so was it was it a different process or was it, you know, did you find yourself having to go, okay, this is different. I need to mm. remind yeah. myself it's It was different. totally different, absolutely different. Um, the first song I wrote for the whole kids project kicking off was called The Kids Gone Country, mm. um, which was the idea I like I could call this project the Kids Gone Country, and I sat down with John Field, who we know is an amazing kids songwriter, and mm. um, he he gave me my first tips. You know, he's like, you don't have to overcomplicate it, mm. which you do in adults' music. You yeah. know, you got to have metaphors, and you got to have this, and you got to have a yeah. double meaning. And it's yeah. like if it's if it's simple, well, you know, we understand it. That mm. makes we don't like it. Um, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> so you know, John was like, one kangaroo, two cockatoos. Can you see the cockatoo? Can you see the kangaroo? Mm. That's it. There's your verse. I'm like, okay, right. So I learnt from the first song about a bit of simplicity and then everything else on that um, first album came from playing with my nieces and nephews mm. just uh, so I didn't have a, any children at that point. Um, so like one song I was putting on my nephew's shoes, I'm like, boots, I got my boots, I got, put in my phone. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that's where all those ideas came from. Majority of that first album I co-wrote with Alan Caswell, who yep. who's also a really kind of expert in the children's writing field, just Keeping it simple but fun. We mm. just wanted fun and entertaining for us. If we were laughing whilst we wrote the songs um, and then a couple of heartfelt songs too, mm. but, you know, the majority was um, if we were enjoying it. And then by the second album we kind of went, okay, well, let's. we made it a bit more visual. Mm. Um, if they can dance, if they can there's see a, things. There's a very different, there's a very different, there, there's not a huge leap in musical progression as such, but it yeah. does feel like there's a very big leap in the in the th- well, it's your third album, really, yes, in the latest album right. or the second Kids yeah. Gone Country. There does feel like there's there's a there's a degree of I don't know if it's that you're more comfortable in mm-hmm. the zone, but yeah. but you feel yeah. even the deliveries feels Definitely. really much more. Um, 
I was quite I was quite disarmed when I heard the delivery because it's really comforting and relaxing and really and, and again it goes back to that community idea. I felt really yeah. invited into oh, it. Nice. And it was there on the first one, but it felt like you'd really found it yeah. and were now like, okay. And I think the music as well seemed to just mm. be a bit I don't know, a little a little bit fuller. Yeah. Not hugely, but it yeah. all just felt yeah. oddly a bit more grown up. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I, and I think um first album was more like okay, we don't know what we're doing here. Mm. I'm, a, I'm a being a kid's entertainer. By the third album, oh, I am a kid's entertainer, so yeah. I can just be what I am. So that's, I think, definitely you can hear it in the delivery. Um, then Did it feel like that in the recording as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I think I did that one in COVID. I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> pretty sure I finished the songs. And Anything then, in the last three years, yeah, you can yeah. pretty much guarantee everyone got, did in COVID. Um, got, got into the studio in those rare gaps. And, like, I mean, both of my last albums were done, so the Adults album and Kids Gone Country number two were done in those gaps where you could get into a studio and I think you didn't overthink it. I think that's mm, part of the charm mm. of the the music we all produced in the last mm. it was like we don't have time to overthink this. <laughs> yeah, true. If we haven't yeah, we haven't yeah. had the opportunity to We've do this. We've got one just, day in the studio because the borders have reopened. <laughs> so true. Oh shit. Um, yeah, and yeah. I can afford these people for one day and if it goes any longer than one yeah. day they might have to stay here for two extra weeks. Yeah. Because some one of us got COVID, so that's we've got right. to like exactly. let's just do this. So quick. yes, I feel like with both my latest albums I really just didn't overthink anything and, and, mm. and maybe that's the charm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because even that simplicity in children's music, it's still quite difficult. I remember Peter Dason, Justine's writer, said to me once, you know, it's, it's, it's quite difficult to be simple, you yeah. know, and, and, and it's funny having someone like Anthony to actually remind you of going, yeah. no, you've actually got to really stop and, and think this through yeah. and, and make, an, an, a, you know, an asserted effort to be simple. Yes. Um, was it easy second time round? Did you find it easier? Because I think the second time round, as I say second, mm. I'm not sure why we're just pretending the Christmas album yeah. doesn't exist, <laughs> but for some reason I'm just looking at the bookends. Um, lyrically it is, I, I find it really it is kind of more complex. I mean, like I yeah. mentioned it before, like yeah. with the elephant in the room. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that is such a clever line. It's just amazing and it's great for adults. Yeah. Probably might not get resonate with children yeah, as much because yeah. they won't really understand. Yeah. But the but the line does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. sure, we saw the There's elephant in the room, but it's yeah. a parent who's like going, oh, yeah, the elephant in the room, yeah. classic. Yeah. Um, yeah, had you, had you, like, had you kind of got the idea a bit and so when you came to the next album it was like, okay, I'm going to start playing with that idea a little bit more now. Well, I also think that um, I realised that the kids that come to my show aren't babies. Mm. They're like, they're four, five, six, seven. So, um, you know, like at the end, now if people come up to me at the end of the show and say, oh, which album should I get? I say, how old are your kids? And if they say like two or three, I'll say number one. If yeah, they right. say they're six, seven, eight, I go get number two because it's a more – attitude kind of yeah you know like the the we live in a zoo song refers mm. we don't say the word poo but we're referring to poo oh yeah you know so <laughs> that's where i kind of um you know you want it you want that album for kids that are too almost too cool for kids music in a way but they're like oh but this is a bit naughty this is a bit fun so that was what i was mm. thinking with number two yeah. rather than just doing number one again and we need some extra bedrooms for the lions and the bears Cats make us mad Climbing up and down the stairs We'd need extra strong security For the monkeys steal our food And everybody knows There's an elephant in the room Oh, Mum said we live in a zoo Well, I don't really think that it's 
got you got an Ari nomination, which yeah. is what, which I mean, you know, look to me, an Ari nomination is really exciting to oh, you. I, yeah. To you, I get the sense it's just no, kind no, of another no. letter in the post. No, that is not true. You've been nominated for something else, have no, I? No, but I've never received an Ari nomination <laughs> before. Like that was the. Oh, really? The pinnacle, yeah. Oh, and then you got nominated last year for yeah. Country Album. Yes, Is that yes, right? Yes. Yeah, amazing. Um, so my first Aria nomination actually was, was Kids, Kids Album. Album. And, yeah, I was thrilled. I cried, you know, in front of my computer as they um, read out my name. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it is oh, – sorry. Um, it is the pinnacle in my yeah. opinion, just yeah. that wider recognition. Mm. Um, yeah, so that was amazing. Is it? Is it um, – did it – because I, I guess, I mean, I, I guess what I'm sort of looking for in the, in your children's career, like is it something you'll just casually come back and dip your toe in or with things like ARIA nominations and as you're saying that it seems to be a bit more, people seem to get a bit more, I mean, is there a chance that you'll shift Go gear full children. Yeah, Go full, full children. Go full children. Yeah, like the percentages <laughs> will tip towards children um, or... Well, every pretty much every festival I do as the grown up, I do a kids show yeah. as well. Um, I don't really do standalone kids shows as much, um, just because the the bookings are coming in thick and fast for mm. the, the singer songwriter stuff. Um, at the moment, I feel like the grown up stuff is the more financially mm. rewarding, mm. but I love doing kids stuff. Like I love it. It's mm. it's um, enjoyable. It, I could do it. You know, if I never had to work a, a night time gig again, <laughs> so true. In some ways, it'd be like, well, I just have to work mornings, maybe afternoons. So like I'm done at midday, yeah. and that's it, right? Okay, maybe. Um, so I, I get fulfilled out of kids' performances yeah. as well. So definitely, there's, you know, I just at the moment, the diary is really full with the adult stuff, and the kids stuff is mm. where I can fit it. Mm. If not, yeah, I, I don't know where, where, the, where it's going to land as yeah. to whether it will go more, bigger, less or not, but just enjoying where I'm at at the moment. Yeah. Um, do you, do, I'm assuming you ride a lot on the road because you're on the road <laughs> a lot. Is that kind of... I don't, actually. I don't oh, really? ride at all on the road because um, my, my brain is empty of creativity. <laughs> yeah, right. It's filled uh, with logistics. Just, it's filled with logistics <laughs> and... Oh, you know, gigs and and what airport times and getting yeah. baggage sorted. Um, and do you take your family with you? When no, you I don't. <laughs> Lord no, no, <laughs> no. If I'm in the one place for like yeah, a sure. week, like Tamworth Country Music Festival, yes, love to have mm. my son there. Mm. Um, but otherwise, it's you know, we we just get into the gigs on time without a four year old. Like mm. imagine toilet stops and yes, hardly. No, we'd never get there. It's so true. <laughs> My boots on boots, I got my boots, I got my boots on. Well, I'm big enough to tie my shoes. There's lots of things that I can do. Mostly I like wearing boots. Boots are what I like. Boots. I, I have this boots. thing where I go through, I try to find the line yeah. that kind of sums it all okay. up. But yours I just found hundreds of really amazing <laughs> lines. Like, you know, the fact that you acknowledge that Kale is quite <laughs> Quite possibly the most vulgar thing on earth. I love Kyle. I was really, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well, it's a shame because it's his. I eat a lot of it because you know, hey, everyone tells you. me I have to. But my lord, um, but there is. Oh, I don't really know my. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I wanted to reference that because then there's the um, that clip. 
Yeah. The clip with you at the, that's the clip with you at the table with all the, all the vegetables. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I got the, I got the impression that was a bit of a bulk thing where you had crew for the day you that's just went, right. there, 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 yes, there, there, that's absolutely. all we're doing before COVID ran and I yeah. can send you all home. Yeah. Um but I do have to draw attention to what I can only say is your reckless educational displays of fruit growing <laughs> when you reach for the banana. <laughs> I was watching a clip, like, oh, this is really great. And then you just reached for a banana and picked it up and I went, that's amazing. That's <laughs> Someone's going to look at that and go, is that how it happens? <laughs> and bananas just sit Grow on the branch. <laughs> just, they're on the branch and you just pull them off a well, branch. Well, do you know what I always say about song number three at a kid's show? I said, just so you know, kids and parents, this show is not educational. You will not learn anything. <laughs> You'll have fun. Yeah. Well, that also brings up another thing. Like your, 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 your topics – kind of feel like they meander wherever you are at the mm, time. Mm. Like, I mean, do you, what is your process with the songwriting with that? Like, what do, you, what do you decide? Do you decide prior to writing what you go, particularly with the last album, yeah. is it about going, actually, I really do want to mention the environment and cleaning up, so I'm going to do that. And this one's like, actually, you know what, I just want to have fun with yeah. animals in a zoo. Like, is there, yeah. is there a thread in you that kind of binds them all together or not really? The, the Kids Gone Country number two was more written about, okay, let's write a song about the environment. Let's write a song yep. about boot scooting. Let's write a rain dance song. Number one album was more just like, oh, I've got this melody. We've got this idea. So two was, yeah, definitely more strategic and, um, you know, like we live in a zoo. Uh, I wrote that by myself just kind of brainstorming one night about the state of my house and like this is a zoo <laughs> I'm like that could be a good kid song <laughs> um so but but at the end of the day to fill out that album it was like let's write a song about this let's write a song mm. about that um which like I'm trying to write for the next kids album but at the moment just nothing's coming into my mm. head not even things like let's write a song about this so you know I just gotta wait yeah. I find that if I wait long enough something yeah, yeah, will yeah. happen I just got another tour and just let it yeah. sit for a while I'll come back and have something but I think there's a, there's a there's a quite there's a there's a there's a real marrying of both the the grown-up music and the children's music within you that it is and I've mentioned it several times about community and I think within that it's this idea of just stuff you do I feel like there's an element of you that is really just talking about the things that at that point in time are important to yeah. you and you do it heartfelt and you do it with sincerity but it's not like this is the be-all and end-all of everything this is just something that might is important to me right now it might be important to you at a point as well yeah is is that a kind of is that a fair assumption of your overall songwriting? Is it you're not necessarily going out there going here's the agenda? Yeah. You just go this is something that's really important and it is Definitely. a song for song thing. Yeah, I'm a songwriter that writes from the inspiration that's happening at the time. Um, you know, many artists have made careers out of writing what they think is going to be a hit and mm. what someone else has already done, and and that works. But I've never done that. Um, I've just been well. What am I feeling now? And um, what's relevant in my life um, and that's what I write. Mm. So, yes, you might be a more – you might have bigger commercial success to to see what the trends are in America in, you know, major country music artists mm. and think, you know, that kind of song's working right now, let's write that. That happens a lot in songwriting mm. rooms. Um, mm. But I don't necessarily do that. I kind of like, what are we feeling today? This house is a mess. Do you, are you a big collaborator? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, with the kids stuff, mostly now just write with Alan Caswell. If I haven't written it myself, I'd like writing myself just because um, 
sometimes you can find these fun lyrics when you've got time. Mm, mm. Whereas if you're in a pressure situation in three hours, you kind of yeah. don't get there. It's a huge amount of pressure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but And then with the adult stuff, um, I do like to collaborate now um, because I feel like I get a better song um, by working with people who are really good at what they do. I know you love songs. I know you love singing. Whatever the weather, it'll make you feel better. So sing from your belly, sing unto your silly. I know you love songs, so come sing, come sing along. You can sing before breakfast, sing when it's lunchtime, sing before dinner, sing when it's bedtime, sing in the shower, sing on the hour. Um, just a couple more questions and I'll let you get on with your day. Um... Tomorrow you have to do one show. You get to choose what okay. you're going to walk on and do. Would you do one for children or would you do one for adults? Well, I would be- do. And just just for, bear in mind you're very well rested. Mm-hmm. There's It's not bordering on, well, tomorrow afternoon I've got you know, to do the groceries so I'll do that one first and then, you know. So just which what, what do you or, – or, I mean, silly question really. Do they just both f- – well, if you a, said uh, I could only choose one, I would do a sunset session, like about a four or five o'clock spot at a festival where the kids are all down the front. Beautiful. As the sun goes down, we can finish with making up for lost wine. Sorry, for the friends, I had to sit through this. Um, yeah, amazing. I mean, they're really, I, I really, I sort of meant what I was saying at the, at the, at the introduction. Like there's a, there's a real... Um, they're very genuine albums and they're very genuine from the perspective that I do get the sense that they are real snippets and look-ins to your life and that's just the things that you find fun yeah. or find a yeah. bit irritating at the time yeah. or whatever. And and, and I think, um, you know, if that's what you're going for, yeah. hopefully, I think I think it's really it's really there and it's really and it's really beautiful. And I mean, having an ARI nomination, I mean, I guess I don't know. Did you mm. just skip home and go right? Let's do another. Six, I'm onto something. <laughs> well, I think thanks for saying that because that is the kind of kids entertainer I want to be. I'm not trained mm. in it. I'm not kind of reading anything about it. I've listened to all the kids' music in the world through my son, but we're almost past that. Mm, yeah. um, so if I'm going to continue doing albums, it's got to be that organic mm. kind of, is this a kid song or not? But yeah. it's an Amber Lawrence kid song, so yeah, yeah, it's a kid song. Yeah, that's kind of how I want to. And do again, it. That's, that sort of goes back to the genre as well, isn't it? I mean, it is really a genre that just, you know, I remember talking to someone going, you know, these country stars have these huge, you know, the massive followings, and, and I remember thinking, yeah, but a lot of other, like particularly if you look at pop music or something, yeah. it has a very finite mm. age group. Yeah, yeah. Whereas country just isn't isn't that it's 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 everyone across the board. Oh and, yeah, and it and it you know you could. You know, your children's songs for children are going to be just as relevant to... Well, you know what, sometimes literally in the audience we've got the grandkid, the parents in the middle and the grandparent at the concert, mm. which is great. And and now I, I just was thinking of something. One thing I wanted with that second kids album was an album that you could put in the car while you're on travel, going on a mm. holiday with a family and that would be something that you all remembered as a family. Yeah. So that's why I think some of the songs were a little bit more targeted to not mm. just babies, like so parents could have it in the car on mm. that trip to Coffs Harbour. And, of course, they're going to hate you. They hate you, whatever album is stuck in the car. But if mine's <laughs> stuck in the in the CD yeah, yeah, player yeah. and it's a memory 
for that trip. That's yeah. kind of where I wanted to go with that album, yeah. just like John Williamson has done. Yeah, totally. And you want the and you want the children in their forties to track yeah, it down that's and right. send it to everyone in the family. And go, do you remember yeah, this yeah, album? And exactly. Goes, oh, yeah, that's that album. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah. I think you've definitely got it. I mean, I think it's. I think it's really. You know, I think it's. It's. It's easy. It's. And let me explain this. It's very easy listening, and I'm not saying it's easy listening category. I just mean it's. 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 It's very. Um. It is very inviting. It is very warm, and I think definitely the the latest album is is much more that than the mm. than the first. Um. I guess I should ask about the Christmas album. I oh, mean, yeah. was that just because yeah. you? I mean, hey, Chris, Australian I Christmas. I honestly can't remember why I wanted to do a Christmas yeah. album, but that's been really instrumental in my career because of the song Aussie Aussie Christmas. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. Which has is sung in hundreds of schools every year because it's a pretty clear song about Aussie Christmas, um, which there aren't many of. So I get requests about November or they start coming through from whatever way teachers can message me (laughs) for a backing track. uh, And, you know, I performed that at um, Carols in the Domain and um, Adelaide Carols and it's it's just like a simple song about an Aussie Christmas um, that just keeps providing me with this... um, fun moments yeah. of seeing schools sing the song. I love it. What sort of work do you do with schools? I mean, you because I, I did read that, but, again, there's so much in there <laughs> that I had to kind of go, okay, just, yeah, just right. take the bits that we need to talk about. Because you're right, it's not so much it's songwriting workshops. Well, I used to do a lot with schools. I used to basically, if I was on the road touring, I'd perform at the school in the area for free on mm. the day of the show. Um and I don't have time to do that anymore mm. or energy. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I don't do as many. Although with when the new album came out, I did a Zoom in schools program because it was lockdown mm. and I did 100 school Zooms. Um, again, they were free. I mean, I've got to learn how to sell and myself. you did 100 pause Zoom or a 100 school I did 100 Zoom. different Zoom Zooms. performances. Wow. They were four songs each school. So we did it for like four weeks, five or six schools a day. It My killed Lord. me. Yeah, that's exhausting. That is a lot. Yeah. But it's funny, though, that you've said several times you don't have the training. Yeah. But you do. You've had you've spent a oh, awful lot of yeah. time around children, so you've not, you know pretty well what they're into and what they're not going to listen to. Yeah, anymore. yeah. I, I suppose I, I learnt, I've learnt the kids stuff on the job. Absolutely. Mm. I but like you know, I don't have any of the educational mm. kind of um, you know the wiggle. Well, you're an educator. Yeah. The wiggles started as educators, and there yeah. are things that I don't know about how kids learn. But now I've got a kid. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's how they learn. But I think that also <laughs> brings out the thing which is really beautiful about your music is I don't I don't think everything's there to learn. Like yeah. I just I don't. Think that's and, right. I, and I think that's one common thread. I was just talking to someone about this the other day um, that I, it feels like it only exists in, to, in people that have experience with education, experience with children mm. in a school setting, is when you write the music you kind of go, eight hours a day they're stuck somewhere learning. Yeah. I, it's not about that for yeah. me. I just want to give them something that's kind of, you know, a bit more, Yeah. I don't know, well, again, like I say, num- the number two album was that. It was that entertaining in the car long road trip album. Mm. But now as my son, you know, I think I was thinking when he was about three, I started thinking, oh, yeah, those helpful songs, they are, they are helpful to parents, you know, those educational <laughs> yeah, yeah. songs actually, they're not a bad yeah. idea because I was always like, oh, 
no, not educational. Fun, yeah. fun, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then as a parent, I'm like, oh, yeah, it doesn't hurt for them to be told to clean their teeth, does it? <laughs> and, and, if, and if they're told in song by someone they really that's like right. and not me who's just a screaming parent getting them to clean their teeth. <laughs> but I don't think that's my job, you know. I don't well, know I if that's I, the path I'll take. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing. I mean, I, I kind of made the decision quite early on that I was like, there's people that just do it so much better than yeah. me and, and they just don't need another one from yeah, me. So yeah. I'll do one about a pirate because yeah. pirates are yeah. fun. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, well, look, they're really they're really beautiful, and it was a real pleasure to get to know them and listen to them because obviously I know about them, <clears throat> but it's always nice to sit down and, and have to uh, not have to choose to yeah it was incorrect choice of words um, to go through somebody's catalogue, and it was really it's really um, yeah it's really nice. We have some extraordinarily rich music in this country yeah. and, and I know people do know about it but I think you sort of need to be in the right place to know about it and, and I and I hope I hope that it gets well you know stretches it's so true because finding music is one of the hardest things mm. people do you know so that's why we go to our favorite album time after time yeah. because listening to new music's yeah. hard and that's has been part of you know I always say you give something you get something and mm. the free zooms in schools yeah it was about free music to schools mm. but it was also about one or two out of the hundred yeah. kids you played to that day might go home and say, oh, Mum, I heard this song about a zoo. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so it's, yeah, you don't do everything for no return, do you? <laughs> no, that's a pretty good call, actually. No, I, I think a lot of people think I do a lot of stuff for nothing, but that's really not I mean, true, I do right? do a lot of stuff for nothing. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm still, what's that? What's that great quote? Um, children wait for their parents to say, I'm sorry, and parents wait for their children to say thank you, and I'm still waiting for my children to say thank you for everything. Um, no, it's been a real pleasure. I really appreciate you taking the time today to chat to me about it. And, you know, I'm really excited about what's going to happen for the next one because I, I, there is a... There's an um, there's a real emotional progression between the mm. first and the second album. Um, again, I don't know why we're just pretending the Christmas one didn't exist. I <laughs> it's think the Christmas, Christmas one is very specific. It's evergreen, you know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's coming exactly. out again this year in November. Don't worry, you'll hear about it again. <laughs> um, but you know, the, the progression's a real emotional one between the two and and subtle and I think it's what makes it really lovely and really exciting about what's yeah. what's going to happen well, next. You've motivated me, you know. I was like, "Oh god, I can't. I've got no more ideas, but <laughs> all right, I'll switch the brain back on and I'll try and write again." Hey, come on, you're about to spend like <laughs> but, 6 months on a tour bus. Hey, like, but, you know. Isn't there one born every second? So I mean, aren't these albums always new for the new generation? Well, see, this is the thing exactly. <laughs> only after all you really it's Brand new. Yeah, I've got two your, brand new kids it's albums. It's just a new cover. You just got a <laughs> yeah. same album, new cover. Yep. Still, you know, still have the old cover out for for the people that are getting, you know, growing up. But yeah, no, it's true. It's endless. <laughs> That's endless. Right. I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you very much for taking your time. I appreciate thank you. you giving. And some you bit have of motivated insight. me, so I am going to get that next, the third slash fourth album out. <laughs> Beautiful. That's my job. <laughs> it's, it's my third album. It's my fourth. Third. Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah, it's my third. It's going to be called Kids Gone Country Three. So there you go. (laughs) What? Not Christmas songs too. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Um, All right, thank you very much. Thank you. If you would like to know more about Amber, then head along to her website at www.amberlawrence.com.au. That's www.amber-lawrence.com.au. And, of course, for more Bennytime goodness, head along to www.bennytime.com. Thanks for listening to me, Benny, asking Amber questions.